press the follow or subscribe button in your podcast app to get daily updates from the front. From the journalists of The Australian, here's what's on the front. I'm Claire Harvey. It's Thursday, July 28. Don't get your hopes up that the government will cut petrol prices or throw money at the cost of living crisis. That's the warning from Jim Chalmers. The Treasurer today releases an economic statement stealing us for more pain, falling real wages, rising inflation and interest rates. Later in the episode, we'll find out the tactics behind all this talk of doom. Our Father, which art in heaven. The Lord's Prayer should be dumped as the formal opener to each parliamentary day, says the new Senate President, Sue Lyons. She's an atheist and says if Australia is genuine about diversity, a Christian prayer is the wrong message to send. She's promised to crack down on sledging and misbehaviour in the rowdy Senate. Glass jaw. That was Peter Dutton's cheeky take on Anthony Albanese as the two faced off as leaders for the first question time of the new government. Stay with us in just a moment. The fireworks from the House of Representatives. Question time is like a kid's pantomime in an MMA ring. The hour of every parliamentary sitting day when politicians get to shout it out. Mr Speaker, he's wound up like a thousand Are you accepting it? Mr. Speaker, give him a Valium. Give him a Valium, Mr. Speaker. This is cold. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. The Treasurer knows the rule on props. It's cold. I want to do you slowly. I want to do you slowly. You could not help yourself. (laughs) Mr. Speaker, we do see that this is indeed a very self-interested question. Anthony Albanese has made much of the new mood Australians want from politics. Kinder, more productive. Here's how that's going. An energy policy. It'll be the first one we've had in this country for a decade. For a decade. They had 22 announcements and didn't deliver one. Where are your masks? Give the call to the Minister for Social Services. Order. Order. We cease the interjections at least until the Minister starts talking. (laughs) Jeff Chambers is The Australian's chief political correspondent. Jeff, the Albanese government's first question time in Canberra, how did it go? Well, on the government benches, uh, they were on their best behaviour. It was like the the first day of school. Today, uh, all of the Labor side, miraculously and on instruction, all had their phones put away and listening very intently to the Prime Minister, all wearing their masks, obviously a contrast to the other side of the chamber. So Anthony Albanese's talk about uh, making politics more mature, more sedate, really more productive, more about legislation than about screaming, what happened to that? Well, compared to the previous parliament, this was actually fairly softly, softly. There was a couple of little outbursts, but you could tell that on Labor's side, they were trying to show Australians that they're the grown-ups in the room. But I think Peter Dutton is very aware of some of the optics around the coalition after three terms in government. And uh, I think he, he, his instructions would have been, they're now the government, they're facing really big challenges and we have to be careful and considered in how we approach the parliament. So there were a couple of little blow-ups, and on one occasion, Peter Dutton, after riling up Anthony Albanese, looked up at the press gallery, touched his chin and said, glass jaw. 
There was quite a bit of collegiality between Albanese and Dutton when other people were talking. I noticed the two of them kind of chatting quietly. You would never have seen that, uh, particularly between Scott Morrison and Anthony Albanese. There was a lot of backs turned and a lot of sniping that, that did occur. Peter Dutton wants to approach this job differently. He knows that Australians are sick and tired of all the, the fighting and the brawling. And he does have some good relationships there with Richard Miles and others on Labor's side. Okay, Jeff, give us some grades. Anthony Albanese out of 10. Oh, look, uh, first day for the new Prime Minister in question time. Very confident. He has a majority in the House. So he came through it pretty unscathed. So you'd give him probably an, an 8 out of 10. He looked like he was enjoying himself. Yeah, I think that's he definitely was enjoying it. We'll see how long that lasts for. It's better than being opposition leader, right, being oh, PM? Yes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I wish him well as leader of the opposition. I hope he stays there for a very, very long time. And Peter Dutton? It was uh, a fairly timid start for the new opposition leader and those behind him all looked a bit sheepish and there's little you can do when you return after a defeat. Look, a competent first performance, so you give him probably a 7 out of 10. The watchdog is currently pursuing CFMEU official Jared McCrudden for allegedly pushing, shoving and verbally abusing a female health and safety manager. And I believe that if someone commits assault, they should be charged with assault and dealt with. That's what I believe. I'm surprised that you don't. The Prime Minister just said if you don't believe assault is a serious matter. Of course we believe assault is a serious matter. He no, should withdraw it. He's choosing to belittle the question that was put or, or instead was... of playing games and getting frustrated. It says a lot about, about why they're sitting opposite. Politics should be better than that, but I'm not surprised that the opposition Order. isn't. Order. So, Jeff, the issue that the opposition kept returning to today, really the only substantive issue they were hammering the government on, the government's decision to scrap the building watchdog, the ABCC, this is an old story, isn't it? It just gave the government the opportunity to keep going with their talking points. Yeah, it's, it's a bit like Groundhog Day, the ABCC. John Howard introduces it, Labor wins an election, they repeal it, Tony Abbott comes in and then under Malcolm Turnbull it was brought back and now we're seeing that Labor will now abolish it. From the opposition's perspective, they were trying to link that with pressures on the building industry. And it is an area that, that is a sensitive area for Labor to deal with. They have a lot of union links. The coalition's softly, softly start was to try and stick on one issue. Now, I think there is an argument that given the gravity of the economic situation that there should have been more questions around the economy, it'll take them time to get their tactics right. Peter Dutton's getting his office in place, the front benches are finding their feet and they've lost a lot of experience as well. Jeff Chambers is the Australian's chief political correspondent. Coming up, Treasurer Jim Chalmers is talking down the economy. So what's the strategy behind the doom and gloom? Access a world of true crime podcasts on CrimeX Plus, where award-winning journalists take a deep dive into unsolved cases. Every week, we're waking up to a dead woman, a dead mother, sister, auntie, grandmother. It's not good enough. From the team that brought you The Teacher's Pet, Shadow of Doubt and Dying Rose, unlock early, ad-free and bonus content from brand new series and flagship shows such as I Catch Killers with Gary Jubilant. One was shot in the mouth and I thought he was dead. 
another one been shot with a shotgun and I got the overspray. Search for CrimeX Plus on Apple Podcasts to start digging deep into the world of true crime. The bearer of bad news. Inflation is high and rising. It will be confronting. It will get tougher. I don't want to give people false hope. The inflation numbers show that. It's going to be a difficult time ahead. That will have an impact on the unemployment rate. It is not possible with our budget constraints to fund every good idea about cost of living relief. Treasurer Jim Chalmers responding to twin harbingers of doom. New inflation figures showing prices rose 6.1% in the year to June and an international monetary fund warning that the whole world's economy is in dire straits. We don't want to stuff people around and raise people's expectations. This is a confronting period in our economy, domestically and globally, and the government takes its responsibilities seriously. We didn't make this mess, but we take responsibility for cleaning it up. It will take more than nine or ten weeks. I'm joined now by Patrick Commons, the Australian's economics correspondent. There was an intriguing moment when Jim Chalmers said there were three positives for Australia. I was interested in what they were. One was high commodity prices. Obviously, we sell a lot of stuff overseas. The second was that unemployment is low. And the third was that he said there's an appetite for real talk, a hunger after a decade of division for Australians to come together. I mean, this is, a, is this a positive? <laughs> it's a, yeah. Well, it's a little bit of wishful thinking. Um, no, it's not wishful thinking. What it is is Jim Chalmers. This is very much part of the strategy. You know, you set up a very poor picture, you set up the massive challenges and that there's a big task ahead to address them. And what they want to do is eventually at some point in this term or perhaps leading into the next election, they want to be able to bring to the Australian public a real reform agenda to address these longer term challenges. He also wanted to explode an idea that's been around that many Australians have a bit of wriggle room in the family budget. What you hear again and again and again is that maybe in the first instance people started winding back on discretionary items, Netflix or something like that. We saw that in Netflix's numbers. But it comes to a point when people are trying to work out, you know, what's left to substitute out. I think that's the practical demonstration of what's happening here because at some point the most vulnerable people are making decisions between, you know, vegetables or rent. And that's when it really bites. He seemed to be wanting to kind of dismiss the suggestion. He said there's been a bit of commentary around that people have a buffer on their mortgages. That seemed to be sort of annoying him a bit. What what does that mean? He's reflecting back on the Reserve Bank last week. The Reserve Bank did a big scenario analysis and said, okay, what does this look like across the, you know, the kind of the mortgage belt of Australia? And they were heartened. (laughs) They said, well, you know, they're in fairly good position to withstand a really big lift in interest rates. Jim really wants to make the point First off, I hear the pain out there. No treasurer wants to dismiss it. But also, it is real that there are a lot of people who are going to be bearing the burden of higher interest rates in our quest to tame inflation. In the last uh, Scott Morrison-Josh Frydenberg budget, they introduced a 20 cent per litre fuel excise cut. Jim Chalmers was asked about whether he'd consider extending that. And I was intrigued, Pat, that he just wouldn't say no. They're trying to be responsible. They're trying to prepare people for tough decisions. 
And then on the other hand, he's not the one who's going to be making the decision, right? I mean, it's going to be the prime minister, it's going to be the party room. So who knows what will be happening in two months' time? And it could very well be that the treasurer and his uh, prudent financial management is overruled by the prime minister and political considerations. Patrick Commons is The Australian's economics correspondent. Come back tomorrow for more of The Front. And you can read all the nation's best news and analysis right now at theaustralian.com.au. A troubled young woman. Her evil parents. We never had any issues between us. Has justice been done? I'm in a prison. Join journalist Richard Gilliatt as he delves into one of Australia's most gripping cases... Shadow of Doubt, a new podcast investigation from The Australian. I cannot find one of these allegations that's possible. Listen now, wherever you get your podcasts.